This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I personally am like going through it this Monday. Oh. Like it was not like, I mean, nothing bad has happened. It just was exceptionally difficult for me to wake up this morning. And like, I don't usually have that problem. Like you're not yeah, ready. Like, yeah. you know, like normally my alarm goes off. I'm like sleepy for a few minutes and then I'm kind of like, you know, ready to go. And this morning it was like, no, I need to like physically be horizontal for as long as possible did you wake up like when you opened your eyes did you just say fuck yeah just screaming i was <laughs> i was sc- screaming obscenities from the moment i woke up no i was i i don't know i i just was not in the mood but then i woke up and watched salt lake city which really you know perked my ears up because last night was the euphoria premiere and i just like couldn't I couldn't, I, I could have watched both, like there was time in the night, but I didn't, my brain couldn't have handled both. <laughs> That's, I think I've said this before about Sunday nights where it's like, I know my Bravo shows are on, but it's like when you're uh-huh. in the mood and you're just like curled up and like either you have to like come home from wherever you are or you have to like stop watching your movie or like sports game and like have to watch. Sometimes I don't do that and I have to watch it Monday morning. So I'm like, I'm not in the mood. It's not yeah, my all those times I all those times I have to pause my sports game to watch Bravo. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> no, I honestly though I was, I was a little thankful that the Golden Globes weren't happening like normal this year because last night would have been an extremely stressful night of television. Right when an, when an award show is on, that's like added pressure times ten. Right, it's because it's, it's a little Bravo's, too much. No offense, it's at the bottom of the list. Like you've got to watch well, the it's, award show. The thing is, like, obviously, we love our Bravo. Right. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be here otherwise. But you know, there's there's Housewives on basically every Sunday of the year. Yeah. Whereas you know, if it's like the Oscars or the Grammys or something, that's a one time deal. So it you know sometimes in in terms of watching something live, the order of importance is a little skewed. Yeah. You know, it's funny because Taylor Jackson, who has been on here before, posted this weekend that. Like, Bravo sometimes has these, like, movie days, whatever, which I might be bitter because this weekend or last weekend was Harry Potter. And, like, I don't watch Harry Potter, never have, never will. And, like, you go to E! and Bravo to watch, like, your your reality TV. And it's just, like, when movies are on all day, by the way, and you're not watching it, it's like, fuck. See, I have never been, and maybe I think this might stem from growing up without cable, so this wasn't really a thing. I've never been just like a TV on type of person. Like I, you know, I'm the opposite. Like, I don't care what Bravo is showing during the day because I'm just going to watch it on Netflix or like whatever streaming. Like 
it doesn't affect me what my channels are like rerunning during the day. But I, I understand that for a lot of people, it's like, no, I just want to put on Bravo and like watch yeah. whatever they've chosen for me. Like I and, need like, the TV on as background noise, like, and I need it to be something like yeah. I can listen to. Harry yeah, Potter's I'm a pretty, not I'm not, I'm not like a passive watcher of things, but um, <laughs> let's, we're talking about Salt Lake City today. And before we get into last night's episode, we have to talk about the Salt Lake City news, which is that they filmed their reunion last week and Mary Cosby was not in attendance, um, which suggests that she will not be returning to the show for season three. I have to say, I am never a fan of anyone skipping the reunion mm-hmm. because I think it, you know, kind of just subtracts from the potential for a great reunion. But I am fine with her not being on the show next season. Yeah, it's the least shocking. Uh, we Listen, we probably assumed that she wasn't coming back for next season like weeks ago. But not going to the reunion is just such a coward move. Right. Like, I get it. If you're making your own choice, you're not coming back next year. Like, if you're done, and then then I I somewhat get it, where you're like, fuck this, I don't, I don't need to go. Like, whatever, I don't need to. But, like, you're still part of the show, and people want to watch <laughs> you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's part of completing the job that you signed up for, but also, on a season like this, when Mary has done so many things that have... Mm-hmm. made people mad or frustrated people or offended people. And it really does feel like a coward move because she's not going, that's the one position. She probably isn't going to be on Watch What Happens Live any, again, I'm assuming. And she's not going to be at the reunion. And so there really isn't any situation where she's going to be forced to sit down and answer questions. And I mean, whatever. I think Mary, we talked about this last week, how she is like so in her own world that you mm-hmm. can't really get like, a satisfying response from her. But I think it would have been really frustrating to watch her at the reunion because you know they would have brought up, okay, like, you made this racist comment and she would have had some way of deflecting and not owning up to it. So I, like, 10% of me is relieved that we don't have to watch that, like, bullshit act from her. But the rest of me is just annoyed because it's like, do your job. Show up. Everybody else... I mean... Fucking Jen Shaw is at the reunion. Right. I mean, like, I know she needs the money, but, you know, if for for all the shit we give people like Jen and Erica, they have done the done their job and showed up to the reunion. And, you know, I just think everybody should should do the same. Mary doesn't even answer a question one on one like she lies or like says she didn't say that or doesn't remember. So like, I, there would never be um like a part of me that would think she would answer a question from Andy. Like, it's just... So she took the easy way out. Right. It's like, I don't think those discussions would have been productive, but it makes me annoyed that she just gets to leave on her own terms, sort of. I saw on Instagram, like, someone broke it down. There's only been, like, two people ever to not attend a reunion, and it was like, you're allowed to still get paid and not come if it's for, like, a medical reason or something else, but, like... yeah. Luann yeah. and Kim Richards are the only two that have missed a reunion and gotten right. it excused, basically. And then they said Jacqueline Larita didn't come, but the only reason she was on the yeah. next season is because they were already filming that season. So she kind of got like a freebie. Yeah, I think I think maybe Bryce Sander tweeted that. Yes. But yes, th- that they like, you know, skipping the reunion is not taken lightly. And I can't imagine that they will make an exception for Mary uh, because she, doesn't, she does not deserve it. <laughs> 
Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Let's talk about the episode at hand. We are back in Salt Lake. Uh, the husbands are having a little bit of golf day. Um, it's, I don't, it feels like a little weird to get a husband scene in Salt Lake City. This feels like something we normally kind of only see on New Jersey. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like everybody loves the Jersey husbands and there's no other city where they are quite as beloved. But Salt Lake City I, is probably second place. I and, was going to say it's a good group of husbands, but. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think this scene was anything super special, but I also, I wasn't mad about it. And, you know, I I do think it's funny, like, I'm assuming Robert Sr. doesn't even get invited to something like this. No, I, I, I mean, maybe he was busy. Coach Shaw was clearly invited and couldn't make it. Robert Sr. was not mentioned. I don't think so. But <laughs> one of my friends texted, like, in our group chat, like, Salt Lake City husbands could never like they have nothing on Jersey. And I was like, what is he talking about? Because it was before that we watched oh, the episode. Yeah. So I was like, what is he talking about? And also I was like, how did you know that maybe it was a clip somewhere? I don't know. Then watching it, I was like, no, that's so true. Like it's it's just not the same vibe as the as the other crew. No one can I mean, get when- as drunk as Bill Aiden. <laughs> when the Jersey husbands go to the golf course, we're like 
kissing people's asses, literally. So um. Yeah, they're just, like, concerned. And also, we were discussing Seth a little bit, because where did he come from? Like, what? what is that? Like, he's so... What are you... Can you tell me what your thoughts are? Okay, first of all, I think Seth is, like, hot as hell. Um, okay. I think he is, like, very attractive. Yes. Seth and Meredith's dynamic this season is so different than last season, and it seems like they really have made a positive you know, trajectory in their relationship. And I, Seth just seems like kind of a, a goofy guy who, you know, likes to make a dad joke. And, you know, he, I love like when he's greeting his children at the party and he walks up to Chloe, he's like, fire, fire, just fire. And like Brooks walks up, he's like, ah, fire. I'm like, what, like, why are you saying that? But also I think it's kind of like sweet. Like he clearly, I think he really does love his family and whatever was going on with him and Meredith last season, it feels real to me that they have come out on the other side. I totally, I think he's um, a really, he seems like a very nice guy, like not nothing wrong with that, but just there's something I can't put my finger on with him. I don't, I don't know. It's just something's a little off, (laughs) but I'm enjoying his energy. He, I will say the fascination with Whitney's cleavage is like a little strange to me. Inappropriate, but it's fine. Him licking the nipple on the cake, I won't be able to unsee, but you know what? (laughs) It was his birthday. The footage of his tongue was a little much. Like, I liked when he like pretended to motorboat the cake. The tongue was a little much. Yeah, he like hid himself motorboating, but had no shame in licking the nipple. Whatever. His, it looks like he knows what he's doing with his tongue. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> but okay, so the husbands are now like making a bet because they want yes. like, it seems like they want like nothing more than to like not be with their wives on Mother's Day. Like that's, that's what it seems. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's kind of a brilliant plan because they're like, okay, we need to get them a gift for Mother's Day. What if we all just get them the same gift and that gift is them going away from us? And, you know... Mother's Day has nothing to do with the husbands. It's about the children. So... Yeah, I mean, I guess I get, like, for some of these women that have younger kids, like, <laughs> like Jenny's kids are not going to be, you know, like, pitching in on a present for her. But it does, like... I am I feel like they're not actually on this trip on Mother's Day because that would be kind of shitty if they were just like, okay, bye. Well, because they um, said they were going Monday and Mother's Day Monday, is always a Sunday. Mother's Day it's- Famously on a Sunday. Right. Um, But yeah, I mean, mixed feelings. And I put a poll on Instagram and it looks like mixed, uh, mixed feelings from the audience about whether that's a good Mother's Day gift. But um, whatever. I mean, the production has to come up with a reason to send them on another trip anyway. So, (laughs) Um, but then we have Seth's birthday party, which we were talking about a little bit. And unsurprisingly, everyone is invited except for Jen. And it's funny to me that some of the other women kind of do this charade of like, oh, why isn't Jen here? Really? Jen's not coming? It's like, say what you want about Meredith's behavior this season, but she has made it extremely clear that she doesn't want to spend time with Jen right now. And it's her own party. Why on earth are you surprised that Jen was not invited to Meredith's party? The um the venue looked spectacular and like 
Yeah, there really are so pretty. many places now that I want to go to from this show because the views and everything and the vibes are so nice. The outfits were a little off to me based off the venue, but you know what? It's Ma- fine. So Meredith's like sequined purple moment was giving Erica Jane reunion from a couple years ago mm-hmm. where she was wearing that kind of like purple blazer looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa Barlow was basically just in like spaghetti straps and some track pants I um, love when she walked in and Brooks was like, I was going to wear those in blue. <laughs> the pants. Those Tom oh Ford pants. Oh. I love I love how much the housewives love Brooks. Like Whitney posted a picture on Twitter last night and she was like, always love when I get to see Brooks. And they like took a selfie together. I'm like, they all love him. In the background of one of the scenes. <laughs> They were like the women were all talking, and Brooks was in the background, like pulling Teddy like off his lead, like from the pool. I was like, "What? That's so annoying for Brooks that like he had to bring Teddy." They're like, "Fine." And the fact that well, Teddy was invited. Mary also likes playing with Teddy. You know, yeah, she like shows up to people's parties and just like waits for everyone to come over and greet her. Every time she goes to an event, she talks about how she doesn't really want to be there, and she's only she's like. I'm only here because Seth invited me personally and it's and it's a night whatever and this and it's like you're there because it's a filming event for the show you're on like it doesn't matter I feel like there I can't think of anyone else who f- seems as miserable at every single thing and like I mean I guess good for her for leaving the show because it's like if you really really truly don't want to be there then right. like don't don't and we f- we find ourselves saying this every single episode. Like we have said this before. Like she it's just like a burden. I'm sorry, are we bothering you to be at your own filming events? Like Right. Stay- and she's like she's avoiding Jenny because Jenny deserves to be avoided, she says. But like Oh my god, I know. Remember going back an episode or two, Jenny is the one that should really have beef with Mary, not the not the other way around. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's a little, I don't know. I thought it was interesting, like, when you said when she was like, I'm only here because Seth invited me personally. No, like, you're friends with Meredith, so is that friendship fake, too? Like, what do you mean? Totally. I was caught off guard when she said that because it's like, I I, I mean, it's true. If Seth invited her personally, then it's nice of her to show up. Right. But, like, for her she to act like she so wouldn't. Literal. She acts like she doesn't give a shit otherwise, and it's like, well, your Meredith is the person by far that you're closest with right now in the group. So that was a little off-putting. So she and Meredith have like a little sit down and they're kind of talking about, you know, her issues with Jen and Jenny and <laughs> they start talking again about the shoes that Jenny gave back to Mary. Yeah, very weird. And Meredith's like, oh, well, like, why would you tell what, like you told Jenny that the shoes were for Jen? And she's like, no, I only told Lisa. So, of course, then Meredith is kind of back onto her, you know, spiral of Lisa being, you know, untrustworthy or whatever. I have to say, I I don't necessarily get why Meredith and Lisa can't just kind of, like, get on a okay level with each other. It, it doesn't feel like they need to have as much of an issue as they do. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I also think Meredith probably is just, like, seeing how Lisa is has been the past few weeks with each of the women individually, and maybe she just, like, doesn't like the behavior. I don't know. That's the only thing I could 
think of and she's like separating herself but I kind of agree with Mary although not on most things or anything but when she (laughs) says it's I don't like just in this statement you're good (laughs) where she claimed that Lisa is jealous of their like kind of blooming or budding friendship like I think that is reasonable like a reasonable thing to say that could be true I mean going later into the episode which we'll talk about more Lisa is in kind of a tough spot because, you know, clearly she is getting a lot of flack from Jen for not being supportive enough, but then she also feels like she has been more team Jen than team Meredith, but then Meredith doesn't really want Lisa either. Like, I feel like Lisa is kind of the one who's most in the middle between Jen and Meredith, whereas, like, Heather is kind of just doing her thing and like nobody's really mad at her and same with Whitney. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I have to be honest. I think that after the first like two or three weeks, I think this show has slowed down for me. Like I think that it started off on such like a bang because of Jen that it's kind of now just like treading water. Well, I think we've talked about how Jen's legal situation is such a big story that on individual episodes, there's not actually a lot happening because it's like so higher level. Um, I think like some of the, some of Mary's kind of antics were really gave us a lot to talk about, but like on this episode, there's nothing about, you know, they're not still like investigating Mary's church or whatever. Like we seem to have kind of gotten away from that. And I, 
I wish they would sort of keep the pressure on Mary a little bit more. They all got in the pool and I wish that they pushed her in. Like I just, not I don't wish they pushed her in, but can you imagine what would have happened? Like what her reaction would have been if someone pushed her in the pool? Right. I mean, I, yeah, it almost feels like they, they kind of took their attempt at going for Mary, but then she reacted really poorly to it and they've sort of backed off but I don't feel like they really, you know, got to the bottom of anything or there wasn't like a satisfying conclusion to that. And I sort of wish, you know, I don't think Mary deserves to be off the hook. And it seems like for now she kind of is because, you know, clearly now we're getting back to, you know, Jen versus Lisa versus Meredith. And that's kind of the next big right. thing that's going to happen. And, you know, we're getting close to the end of the season. I don't know if there's going to be time for Mary to be the topic of conversation again. Yeah, like, if you think about it that way, exactly what you just said, like, then are, then what the hell was, like, the last two weeks of us, like, like gearing up for something that's going to happen with Mary, and then, like, nothing does, and she's not in the reunion? Like, so what are we just going to have to find out about on the news if anything happens? I, Yeah, it, it is. I mean, I stand by what I was saying about that I'm sort of happy Mary won't be on the show next season because I think she is just extremely toxic and we don't need to be like supporting her really but at the same time there is that thing of like it she is somebody who has a really compelling storyline in terms of i think she's a fucking scammer and i want to know i want to see how that plays out and you know so it's there's like a little part of me that's like oh it sucks that we won't really ever see that because it's not going to happen this season and you know i think she sort of she made her own bed she can lie in it like everybody kind of watching the show knows who she is and sees her for who she is but like we're never going to get that satisfying moment but um yeah i no, i do agree i think this this episode had its moments but it felt like a little bit fillery until we get to the end obviously which is a to be continued nobody's surprised um but this scene on the bus i mean i actually was thinking earlier in this episode how for jen shaw it sort of sucks that this whole legal thing caught up with her because otherwise she's had a pretty good season compared to last year when we were always talking about how she was just blowing up out of nowhere and being completely irrational. This season she's had a lot more, I think, kind of down-to-earth emotional moments. We've seen some nice stuff of her and Coach Shaw. You know, she's has some good friendships going. But then this scene on the bus where she just a uh, switch flips and she is berating Lisa on and on and on. Like that's the kind of thing where it's like, Oh yep. Jen from season one is still there and she didn't go anywhere. And it's so funny because I was like, damn, Jen really has calmed down. I should say over this season, like we re- we haven't seen any blow up. So I was like, wow. Like maybe she was like, I don't know, rethinking something she says or does or how she reacts. And then again, right, on this reaction, I was like, what is she even, 
what she was saying and screaming wasn't, it literally wasn't making any sense. I was team Lisa 100%. Like mm-hmm. Lisa was even trying to stop it. She was like, okay. She was like, even when Jen told her to shut the fuck up, Lisa was like, okay, I'm shutting the fuck up. Like, cause she was kind of like, you're not even making any fucking sense what you're yelling about. And if anyone pointed their fucking finger in my face the way Jen was, like, how does no one on that bus, like, even telling her to, like, sit down and stop pointing your finger in her face? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's a rough situation when you are saying you're 100% Team Lisa. (laughs) Um, But I, I totally agree. I really felt for Lisa watching that scene unfold because she was trying different tactics to sort of diffuse Jen's anger. And you could tell that she was really trying to come up with whatever she could and nothing was working because we've seen this happen before when Jen gets into this place of blind rage. There isn't any, you can't, there's no right thing to say. There's no, you know, you can say, you're right, you're right, you're so right. I've been a horrible friend to you. I promise to do better. And she's still going to keep yelling for 10 more minutes. And, you know, for anybody to be on the receiving end of that, it's like a lose-lose situation because you're like, okay, I know I didn't do anything, but at the same time, I want the yelling to stop, but there's literally nothing I can say. She was like, say it or we're done. Say it or we're done. And I started laughing because Lisa even goes, I'm confused at what we're even saying right now. Like, Lisa didn't know what to say. <laughs> I, I No, I literally had Neither to did re- I. I had to rewind because I was like, wait, did I miss something? Like, is there a specific thing she's supposed to say? Because, you know, <laughs> I think... Oh, I was saying that I think Lisa has been in a tough position of being between Meredith and Jen, but overall, I think Lisa has been more supportive to Jen than she has been to Meredith in the second half of this season, at least. And so it's a little, you know, it's, it's as much as I, you know, I don't think Lisa needs like my help in anything in her life, Mm -hmm. but it's like. you kind of feel bad just watching her get, like, raked over the coals like that because it's like, what else, what was she supposed to do? She's not gonna, like, she's not gonna go, like, assassinate Meredith for Jen. She's also not What do you want her to do? So, like, she kept saying, like, "Um, you can't hold, don't hold me accountable for things Meredith is saying. Like, that's completely ridiculous. So, yeah, I I came, it, you can tell also it was like bottled up a bit with Jen and she like had the opportunity and was telling her how she felt, but it kind of, she didn't really have like a game plan. It didn't seem from the viewer's perspective. <laughs> so the producers I, even got involved and we love that. I do. Okay. It was interesting to me that Meredith and Mary end up being the ones not on the bus again. And it seemed like the other women didn't, really have a heads up like they were kind of like where are Meredith and Mary whereas last time they at least knew that they weren't going to be there um that's a little strange to me like I don't think that Meredith and Mary are in cahoots with the FBI well tell that to Whitney and Heather because they think something's brewing I will say there's a lot of really real raw stuff going on this season but the continued like mystery game of how did the feds how did anyone know jen was at beauty lab or like who could have called the feds or why weren't meredith and mary on the bus it's like the fbi is operating on a level that you are like they probably know what jen ate for breakfast every day of the last month them figuring out that she's going to be with the whole film crew at beauty lab is probably like 
baseline intelligence for right, them. Right, like the FBI's doing their job and Whitney and Heather are like playing pretty, pretty princess and thinking they're going to get like the answers. They're playing some like dumb detective game and the FBI is like, <laughs> we're literally the FBI. <laughs> we got, we got this. Um, It is no, really like, funny. We ha- <laughs> like we have like wiretaps. We have like her house bugged. Like who the fuck knows what the FBI was doing? But I don't, it's just never been hard for me to believe that they could figure out on their own that Jen might be a beauty lab. Right, like, they hire people who, like, know what they're doing and go through, like, training. But um, they're like, I don't think it's a coincidence that the same two aren't on the second bus ride with us. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys. I just don't think it's a coincidence because Meredith and Mary are friends and they also fucking hate Jen. Like, I think that's the reason it's not a coincidence. That makes sense. Not, be- not because of some, like conspiracy theory i mean like meredith is probably do you work for the fbi i do you know meredith doesn't even want to be on the trip with jen so for her to be able to avoid the at least the bus ride it's like yeah duh she's gonna do that of course because she's still gonna go on the trip when they were telling the women about the trip and they were all lined up and they were like what thank you they're like thank you oh we leave we leave like Tomorrow? Okay. Yay. Wow. My producers in the back going like being like, get excited, get excited. And they were like, yay. I mean, realistically, you know, these women had already been told the dates ahead of time because like yes. they had to plan to be available. But um they're actresses. What can we say? <laughs> <laughs> I am I am, you know, excited to see the conclusion of this fight on the bus because it starts to get physical. A producer gets involved and you know yeah. there's there's not a lot of uh not a lot of places to go when you're on a bus like this on the middle of the highway lisa's like lisa's like let me go let me go let me go and it's like where you're gonna walk two feet to the other side of the bus like yeah it does seem like actually very heated though so i am and it does hey, no. it was a little handsy so i yeah we'll and this is on the way to the beginning of the trip so Woo-hoo, they know how to they know how to do this they're I know good. they have they know how to suck us back in and this to be continued is one of the more earned ones probably right. I, I, this I get is it I'm a okay to be continued it. because the scene <laughs> is cut in half like not right. the episode this isn't just like this isn't just like when we come back next time more dinner <laughs> for our weekly episodes <laughs> oh my god um well always a pleasure we'll see what happens next week and of course we'll be back with more episodes to be continued this week. So don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen so you don't miss a thing. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Batches. And also, we have a big sale going on right now on shop.batches.com. So you can check out all of our merch that's discounted. I think there's some good Bravo goodies in there too. Um, but yeah, shop.batches.com. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Hold up. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.